You are listening to A Thousand and One Fantasies. Please visit our profile page for more stories and ways to keep in touch. When you finally pull up at the gates of the mansion, you're buzzed in by one of the staff. You enter the large marble hall flanked by enormous columns, and Alec de Petropalo greets your dad. You feel really shy about your outfit, and you stand behind your daddy, holding down your skirt. You don't want Mr. de Petropalo to look at you, but eventually he sees you, and he says, What do we have here? Jason, your daughter has grown so much since I last saw her. She's absolutely perfect. Tell me, how old are you, my love? You tell him you're eighteen and a half. He says, My son Maximus is just about your age. He's actually having his twenty-fifth birthday party right now with some friends down the hall. I'm sure he would love to be joined by a stunning young woman like yourself. Why don't you go find him? It's just down the hall, past the second library. You don't want to leave your daddy, but when you look at him, your daddy gives you a stern look, and you know you have no choice but to go. So much for your plans to daydream in the pink tower. You walk down the dark hallway, past many incredible rooms. It seems to go on forever, but finally you hear music and laughing coming from a room ahead of you. You walk in, and De Petropalo's son Max and eight guys his age are all laughing, drinking, and playing pool together in a magnificent room. The room is all wood-paneled with dark leather furniture. When you look up, you see huge oil paintings on the walls, all of half-naked women. You quickly look down again. In the center of the room is a gold pool table with ornate carvings. It reminds you of your daddy's study in your house, where he entertains his friends, but you're almost never allowed to go in. Daddy tells you, It's for men only, princess. All the boys stop in their tracks when you come into the room, and turn to stare at you. The room falls silent. Um, hi? You say quietly. My daddy told me to come down here and join you guys. The boys burst into cheers and gather around you. One of them introduces himself. Hi, I'm Max, he says. Of course you can join us. We'd love to have you, wouldn't we, guys? Max takes both your hands and gives you a grown-up European kiss on both cheeks. You're hoping he doesn't feel your cheeks are burning hot. You hate that you always feel so shy around new people. The other eight guys all give you tight hugs or kiss your cheek as well, despite you trying to shake hands with each of them. Max says, All right, guys. Give her some room to breathe already. He says warmly, Hey, baby, you're so gorgeous. How old are you? You're stunned by how mature Max looks and acts. He reminds you of your daddy's friends who are from Europe. You tell him you're eighteen and a half. He shakes his head. Eighteen and a half, huh? Well, that's close enough to twenty-one, right? He nods toward one of his friends who begins mixing the drink for you. Then Max says, 
We're just about to start another game of pool. You can play on my team, okay, sweetheart? Then he leads you over to the pool table. He reintroduces you to the guys that you're playing against, reminding you that their names are Zach and Caleb. It's very intense being in this room with so many older guys. You feel overwhelmed by their confidence, their height, and their strength. They don't look like boys your age. They're closer to your daddy's age, like full-grown adults. And they're all staring at you like they've never seen a woman before. You feel so self-conscious in your outfit, and it doesn't help that your skirt is too small for you and riding up every two seconds, and you feel like your breasts are going to pop the buttons on your shirt and spill out everywhere if you make a wrong move. Why did your daddy make you wear this outfit? Max asks you if you know how to play pool, and you actually do know how to play because your daddy used to play with you at his office a lot when you were younger. You say, um, yeah, I do, but I'm not that good. Max says, oh, that's okay, baby. Don't worry, I'll help you. On your first turn, Max doesn't even wait for you to try it on your own. He just gets behind you and cradles you from behind. He bends you over a little so your skirt comes up, and you can't even do anything about it. He says, just like this, sweetheart. And he shows you how to aim your pool cue, even though you don't really need him to. He backs off for a second while you take your shot. He's surprised when it goes in the pocket. He says, wow, baby, you are pretty good at this. Your skirt came up while you were making the shot, though. He pulls down your skirt a bit and gives you a gentle pat on the butt. Oh my god, did he really just do that? You're so embarrassed. Once the game gets going, you start having fun at the party. Max compliments you after every shot, but he still gets behind you and guides you as though you need his help lining up each shot. And he helps you keep your skirt from riding up at every opportunity. He makes little comments like, Let me help you out there, princess as he pulls down your skirt, and those buttons are working overtime, baby, when you adjust your top. You hate to admit it, but you're actually having a really good time. You feel really confident, too, because you're actually playing really well. Your opponents are stunned by how well you're doing. They don't seem very good at all. You and Max are definitely going to win this game. Suddenly, Zach says, Listen, sweetheart, I'll make you a bet. Let's finish this game one-on-one, -on -one, just you and me, baby. We'll let Max and Caleb sit out. If you win, me and Caleb will give you $10,000 each. But if you lose, you have to give both of us a kiss. Okay, princess? You look up at Max to see what he thinks. Max shakes his head and says, Be careful, angel but you are thinking you could actually buy you and your daddy a trip to Paris with that kind of money. And Paula would have to stay home. You've always wanted to go to Paris, but your daddy doesn't give you any allowance. He wants to teach you business skills, so he always makes you dress up pretty and make a formal proposal for everything just like you would in a real business. You're not very good at it, 
but your daddy thinks everything you do is perfect anyway. You tell Max you want to do it, and he shakes his head again and sits on the couch with a laugh. You only have one more ball to sink, and they haven't gotten a single one. You haven't even been playing your best because Max has been making you so nervous when he comes up behind you and grabs your hips or pulls down your skirt. The other guys must have found out about the bet because within minutes everyone has come over to watch. The room turns silent as Zack paces around the pool table. You're so surprised because suddenly Zack confidently sinks his first shot. You can see Caleb laughing out of the corner of your eye. With every shot Zack makes, you get more nervous. As he sinks the final ball, you're in a panic. You never even got another shot. Max whispers in your ear, They hustle you, sweetheart. They were missing on purpose, but all of their balls were set up near the pockets. You're so embarrassed. They were letting you win. You never had a chance. You want to run out of the room right then and there and go find your daddy. But all the guys are surrounding you and you can't even see past their shoulders because they're all so tall. It's like they trapped you. Zack and Caleb move toward you from opposite sides, like wolves closing in on you, cutting off your escape. You look over at Max with pleading eyes. A bet's a bet, baby, Max replies to your silent request. Zack goes first. He wraps his arms around you and lifts you up onto the edge of the pool table. You could feel his hands under your skirt. Lifting and spreading you open. Why did you have to wear your smallest pair of panties today of all days? And they're kind of see-through, too. He puts his face right next to your ear and whispers, I don't even care about the money. It would have been worth it to put my hands on this ass. And this is just the start, baby. Wait until we get outside. I'm gonna fuck you until you scream my name. Then, in front of everyone, he says, Are you going to be a good girl for me? He looks deeply into your eyes, and he lifts your chin with his finger. Good girl, he says. He gives you a gentle kiss, and for a second, it's just you and him, alone in the room as everything fades around you. For a second, you feel like you're in love with him. Then he pushes you forcefully down onto the pool table and begins making out with you, climbing on top of you and pushing your legs open with his thigh. You scream, but all the guys laugh. Max pulls him off you and says, All right, all right, you kissed her. Then it's Caleb's turn. He pulls you back up to a sitting position on the edge of the pool table. You're squeezing your legs together super tight because you don't want anyone to see your underwear. Caleb kneels down in front of you. He puts his hands on your knees and to your horror, gently starts urging your legs apart. You keep them squeezed shut. Then he says in kind of a stern voice that reminds you of your daddy, Baby, I bet's a bet. You promised me a kiss, but we didn't say where. Open your legs for me, sweetheart. Right now. You press them closed even harder and you search the crowd for Max. 
Caleb pauses for a second and also turns to Max. Max says, Sorry, princess. I'd love to save you, but he's right. You lost the bet, and you need to pay up. With no hope of rescue, your legs surrender, and Caleb gently pushes them wide open. You're so embarrassed, you can feel your legs shaking. Then Caleb gently kisses you right where your panties are. You've been feeling so wet all day, and you're scared that Caleb will feel it too. You're not sure if girls are supposed to be as wet all the time as you are. Then he starts to gently kiss you all over your panties. You can feel the heat from his mouth pressing right on that one spot that you're not allowed to touch. And then you feel his finger tracing your wetness through the fabric of your panties, back and forth, over and over. Your mind starts swimming and you feel yourself going down deeper into your mind, into a trance. Finally, Max picks him off you and shoves him to the floor. She agreed to one kiss, asshole. Max then picks you up off the table and pulls down your skirt and pats you gently on the butt. Are you okay, sweetheart? Should I have security escort him off the premises? You feel dazed, almost like you're in a dream. These other guys shouldn't have done that, but Max protected you. He smiles at you and it dazzles you. You can't help but smile back at him. He's so handsome. The room has gotten really dark, and you can feel the other guys in the room getting more and more turned on. It's like the air is thick and crackling with their energy. Suddenly, the chandeliers in the room light up as they do every night at sundown. Perfect timing, says Max, looking up. He turns back to you. It's time for our annual game of Follow the Judge. That's the end of this part of the story. The rest may already be available, but if it's not, please like, follow, or subscribe so you'll know when more stories are published.